The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. Mortgage Women Magazine. It's where women's voices are heard. Find it free at www.mortgagewomenmagazine.com. In an uncertain market, it can be easy to cling to what you already know and have a negative attitude. But some industry experts are recommending embracing the unknown. Welcome to The Principal. I'm Sarah Wolak, staff writer for National Mortgage Professional. I sat down live at the New England Mortgage Expo with Michael Adi, Chief Marketing Officer for Velocity Mortgage Capital. Adi offered some advice about how LOs can navigate a market downturn. Hi, I'm here with Michael Adi. He's Chief Marketing Officer of Velocity Mortgage Capital. And Michael just got out of a talk where he spoke with originators about sales strategies for 2023. And I know you broadly gave them a spiel about finding what's right for them. Can you talk a little bit about what you recommended for them to kick off their 2023 sales strategies? Yeah, I think what's going on right now is we're sort of an inflection point in the marketplace where things have sort of transitioning from the last... Uh, 10 years into sort of a new dynamic that's going on and and brokers have to kind of be aware of that at this point in time because um, the, this the old system of low interest rates and great refis probably are going to be cooled off to where we're a little more normalized in terms of where we were historically before we got hit back in 2008 so this thing's been developing for a number of years we all knew kind of what was coming and what's happening right now is when you hit an inflection point like that, we have some, some somewhat of a disruptive uncertainty in the marketplace. What's going to happen moving forward and um, how are things going to change? And people are very worried about that right now in terms of where they go. And that's both on the broker level, because we talked to brokers about that. It's on the uh, finance company level, because there's some uncertainty there. And then there's also on the consumer level, too. Everybody is sort of dealing with this disruptive uncertainty in the marketplace. And what I think is going to happen is we're sort of seeing things roll over right now to where we're, we're starting to see interest rates drop a little bit. We're starting to see inter, uh, in, um, consumer prices kind of curtail a little bit. The market from a standpoint of housing prices has rolled over um, a bit. And we're seeing um, interest rates sort of you know, turning in the opposite direction a little bit. I don't think that, uh, and, and it's interesting that a lot of the lenders out there, because of disruptive uncertainty, have added some margins, some sort of bonus that they can play with in their um, in their interest rates. And that means that interest rates sort of remain a little bit higher than what they normally would be. Once we see the Fed start to curb its... Uh, increase in interest rates, I think the, the mortgage brokers there are going to start to cut back on those, those that, that sort of cushion that they have. And we're going to see the rates start to drop a little bit. And you're going to see some consumers starting to come back into the market, particularly millennials who have been looking for, for buying homes. The thing is that at the same time, on the side of the business that we deal with, which is investment properties and brokers that offer investment property mortgages, you know, 
they the investors were buying in the first two quarters of last year they bought 28% of the single family homes that were purchased why because rents have been going crazy for a number of years now to where they've peaked at a very very high level and when you have that kind of rent rise that just fuels the growth amongst investors wanting to buy it where was that where was that rent rise it was in single family homes because people weren't buying the single family home they, they sort of curtailed buying single-family homes. Investors came in and sort of picked up what was there. And if you're a mortgage broker and you're offering consumer home loans, but you're not offering investment property mortgage loans to sell single-family homes, which is the same type of property in the same neighborhood, you're missing out on 28% of the market. Mm. And I think that's what the messages we're trying to communicate is, you know, you don't have to stay with what you're currently doing right now in a downturn. There are other options, and those other options can help you build your business now, but it can also help you build your business moving into the future and protect it from any types of downfalls in the future. Do you see this trend of investors scooping up these first uh, single-family homes continuing into 2023? Are we I, seeing data that supports that so far? Uh, we, we still have very, very high demand from investors looking for loans. Now, that could be because there's been a few people that have, a few finance companies that have fallen out and we're seeing our traffic on our website go up dramatically because people are looking for us. But we're also seeing a lot of people that are submitting applications and, you know, just because the interest rate situation, those loans sometimes don't fund, but there are still people that are just still trying to buy those properties at this point in time because they, investors look further out and they also don't look for a house where they're going to raise their kids and schools that they're going to. They're simply looking at, let's look at some good properties and some good areas where I can invest in that property hold on to it for a time frame. Let's get rid of some of the dead equity that's sitting in some of my other properties and let's reinvest it because let's face it, real estate investment properties are a great safe haven even if you're in a rising mortgage rate environment because it's a great protection against inflation. Mm -hmm. So that's what the investors are thinking right now. I want to buy as soon as those prices roll over because they're getting a little high. So we saw the investment activity curtail a little bit, but um, interest rates, they're not as sensitive to them as they are as consumers. So is one of uh, your strategies at Velocity pushing to sell to investors because there's such a demand and you know that it's a good place to turn to in a downturned market? Is that something that you guys are implementing this year or did it work last year? Yeah, what we looked at very early on after doing some research in the marketplace and stuff is that you know brokers want to close loans. Okay, they don't want to have to do a lot of work ahead of time to get people to close those loans with. So we figured a long time ago that if we want to be successful as a lender and we're not dealing directly with investors, we deal all of our stuff goes through brokers. So we basically do not do any direct lending whatsoever. And we even have uh, investors that come to our website 
and we have a form that can fill out that we can use to introduce them to a broker. So we tell them right up front, we don't do anything with investors. And the idea then is, well, if we can provide them with leads that they can then close loans with, it's only helping them. Same thing with marketing materials. If we can provide them with marketing materials so they don't have to be a marketing person and create their own flyers or email campaigns. There was a session yesterday here on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and people were going, well, what? how can you be a broker and what can you do on LinkedIn? Well, there's so many different things that you can be doing on LinkedIn, but the problem is you have to have some creative skills in order to do it, in order to make it look professional. So we sort of adopted this strategy of, and our, our, our tagline is grow with velocity. The idea is that we can offer the investment property mortgage, mortgages. And after in, uh, offering the mortgages, we have to offer them some marketing materials so that they can so that they can attract clients and customers because it only helps us if we help them. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how it works. What are some of these marketing materials that you're referring to just for maybe our viewers or listeners that may not know? Yeah, so we've got um, anything from uh, flyers that they can mail out uh, email campaigns with copy already and in, in, in uh, visuals that they can use, social media posts talking about real estate investment with the copy, and it's sort of a mix and match thing. There may be uh, you know dozens of photographs and dozens of copy that they could use. They can pick the one that they want to use. They don't have to be a copywriter. They don't have to be a designer. They don't have to have a Shutterstock account to download video uh, and stuff. We basically put all that stuff mm-hmm. in. And last year, um, a lot of people were uncertain about their sales strategies, but what really worked for Velocity in particular? Um, for us, it's just uh, make sure that when you tell a, a, we heard this from brokers, within the first five minutes, they kind of want to get an understanding of whether or not you can close the loan, mm-hmm. right? So one of the other things that we offer to brokers, because we figure that it's, an e- it's, it's a great way to help them grow, is our broker portal, which is a digital LOS system. So brokers who've signed up to use this, maybe work with an account executive to learn about how it works, can go in and, and basically price their own um, program. And within like 10 minutes, they can have a conditional loan approval yeah. that they can then print out and or send as a PDF to their potential borrower. And then there's other things too uh, that inside that broker marketing, por- uh, the, the broker uh, portal is they can actually go in and uh, upload documents, making it easier. So that whole ten, that whole trend towards making it easier, more secure, uh, speeds up the process, which helps brokers basically close more loans, which helps us close more loans. Yeah. So were you guys seeing a lot of, or were you seeing that being used a lot last year? Yeah. yeah. Very, very much so. Um, and, and what's interesting is, Brokers and we 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 track brokers that download uh, some of the marketing materials that we have, mm-hmm. and we also track brokers that are funding loans. So we can put the two together and look and see. And we've seen that brokers who've downloaded marketing materials and are using those marketing materials from our site are closing basically two and a half times more loan volume than brokers who are not. Interesting. So we're encouraging people to kind of go there, check it out, find out what's available, 
use the broker marketing tool, uh, toolkit, use the broker portal to enter your loans, and we can hopefully speed up the process and get more loans closed. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds like brokers need to be taking advantage of this. Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. We'll be right back with your headlines after a word from our sponsors. The Originator Connect Network, the nation's largest producer of mortgage events, is about fostering a community founded on professionalism, collaboration, and personal and professional growth, connecting you to the story of your success. Here are your headlines for today, January 16th. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau has proposed a rule to establish a public registry of supervised non-bank's terms and conditions in take-it-or-leave-it form contracts that claim to waive or limit consumer rights and protections, such as bankruptcy rights, liability amounts, or complaint rights. In other news, homes are selling at their slowest pace since the housing market nearly ground to a halt at the beginning of the pandemic. Redfin says the typical home that sold during the four weeks ending January 8th was on the market for 44 days, the longest time span since April 2020. And finally, LenderClose, a Des Moines, Iowa-based financial technology company that provides a cloud-based platform for home equity lending, announced it has rebranded to Coviance. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Kutamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygates. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.